Welcome to Legally Speaking, a podcast from the Utah Attorney General's Office. Here, we will be discussing matters of policy and justice, cases that our office is taking on, hot topics in Utah and in the world. But of course, it will all be done legally speaking. You won't believe how much stuff is getting ripped off from your local retailers. Hi, I'm Richard Pied. I'm with the Utah Attorney General's Office. Joining me today is Aubrey Mori, who is the Asset Protection Manager for Nordstrom in town. She's a special guest talking about organized retail theft, which is a pretty big problem for retailers and a pretty big problem for consumers, too. Give me an idea, Aubrey, if you would, about how big the problem is for Nordstrom and for other members of your organization that are working to fight organized retail crime. You know, it's it's more than you would think. Um, we're talking upwards of millions and millions of dollars um, out of really every major retailer in the state and across the nation is experiencing and impacted by this form of um, retail theft. And these are people that load up either a shopping cart or just carry thousands, sometimes hundreds, thousands of dollars worth of merchandise and then just walk out with it and aren't worried about it. They just they just act like they're fine. That, does that happen at Nordstrom stores in Utah? It absolutely does, unfortunately. Mostly clothing, I imagine. Um, clothing, um, also high, high retail priced um, beauty items as well, fragrances. Everything you can think of is unfortunately targeted. So let me just let me just sort of like act in wonderment here. So these people just take the stuff and they walk out, and they they're okay with just walking out. Absolutely. The alarms are ringing, the security alarms are ringing, and they just walk keep walking. Yes. Okay. What does that loss represent for the store, and then how do consumers get impacted as well? Well, the loss, like I said, is enormous. It's, it's loss revenue for the store, which in turn uh, means a loss of um, you know, wages for our employees because we have to make up for it um, somewhere, of course. And then obviously it's a, a loss of tax re- revenue for our communities as well when we're not making those, those sales that we hope to make. Um, yeah, it's, it's an enormous problem that I would say most people don't realize the, the overall impact that it's having on everyone. But law enforcement is teaming up with retailers like Nordstrom to work on combating this problem. Utah Attorney General's Office through our Chris Walden, who worked in our investigations division for a long time, uh, spearheaded this effort. And how has that worked? What, ha- what has law enforcement's role been in the, the partnership and how has that worked? So um, several years ago, approximately 10 years ago or so, um, retailers in the state of Utah actually teamed up with law enforcement in um, kind of a collaboration effort to combat ORC, um, which is actually where I was fortunate enough to to meet Mr. Um, Walden that you mentioned. And really, it's just made such an impact to have the support of law enforcement and really for us as retailers to um, share the experiences that we're having um, and the impact that, that this crime is, is having on our communities. Um, it's just, it's been amazing to have the partnership that we do have now because years ago when we started, I feel like 
we didn't have that as much. Um, obviously, we had law enforcement officers um, responding to retail theft cases, but the understanding wasn't there with how big of an impact that right. it actually is. So what's changed? How is it? How, how is so, this uh, partnership making things a little bit well, with, easier to prosecute people or find people? So with the the task force that um, the attorney general's office um, created, the <clears throat> um, now we have an actual group of people prosecutors, law enforcement officers, agents who actually, that's their role is to specifically address and target and support retailers in not only um, apprehending these individuals, but also making sure that they're being, um, you know, going to the court processes and actually being convicted of the crimes that they, you know, that they're, that they're doing. So. It seems like for the stores, this would be a really, really frustrating issue to deal with. So for what you're saying is that for a while, there was basically nothing they could do. They just had to eat the loss. And now at least there's a way, an avenue that they can use to exactly. um, prosecute the, uh, the people. Yes, exactly. And I, and I can say I've been in this line of work for 17 years now. And I have seen the same habitual people coming into the stores and impacting the stores, which has been very frustrating to see that happening over the years, um, but now with this task force, um, you know, I was able to present um, actually two cases to them, which one case was successfully, um, you know, um, investigated by the task force, and these individuals were stopped here in Utah when they were on their way to Las Vegas to continue to impact other retailers across I-15 up and towards California. Um, so it's just been great to see that there is something being done about it, and these people are, you know, yeah. serving time, and um, hopefully it will prevent them from, you know, continuing to impact these right. Well, we can't really get into the specific investigative techniques that we're using, but the fact that it's being focused on is a, is a big deal for the retailers because it's a problem that just needs to be addressed. And previously, there was a manpower shortage. So the Organized Retail Association recently had some awards and some law enforcement um, officers were uh, awarded some leadership awards as well as the uh, as well as a award to get the organized retail crime issue established and, and worked on. So what, um, what, what happened there at the, at the conference? What, what um, were the awards for? And is it more of a, is it more than just a symbolic awarding of, um, you know, a plaque to somebody? Absolutely it is. Um, just for my, what I know, what's happening in other states and, and what sets Utah apart right now is, is what we're doing, what the, um, the state and the investigators and the prosecutors are doing. It's not something that, from what I understand, is being done in other states right now, except for I, have, I know that they are following suit and they are kind of following what Utah's done with the Attorney General's office and the task force. And so we really wanted to recognize those individuals who have played such an impactful role in making um, that movement here in Utah. And so we took the opportunity to um, recognize those individuals at our 10-year anniversary um, because it was, you know, it was very warranted. And um, so, no, it wasn't just a simple plaque. It was something really impactful um, that we wanted to, to recognize. And it's an unusual, it's an unusual organization because it's retailers working together. I mean, Nordstrom kind of stands out in, in its own class there, but there are. Uh, 
big box stores like Home Depot and Lowe's, who are normally competitors, mm -hmm. who are working together. Exactly. And, um, and, and other stores in a similar situation, Walgreens and CVS or uh, Rite Aid or whoever, whoever the big mm -hmm. drug chains are now. Um, do people work pretty cooperatively with each other in, uh, in this organization when it comes to this? Absolutely. Um, you, you're exactly right. We are in terms competitors as, you know, we're all, you know, in the retail industry. But as far as our mission to combat um, those bad actors that are out there um, taking from our stores, yes, we're absolutely collaborating with one another and we're very supportive and um, we share information with each other. Um, you know, in order to do that, so. Can you share anything about what the stores are also doing? Do the do, do the personnel get special training on spotting someone that's that may be like headed in that direction? Um, if a customer is there and notices something suspicious, is there anything that people can do to alert a security? Uh, person or store personnel to you know help stop it too from that angle. Yes, so um, there are several um, organizations who actually have trained individuals um, that will respond, identify, and even what we call apprehend shoplifters. Not every not every organization does that right now. A lot of companies have had to pull off um, just because some of these individuals have turned to violence. Um, obviously during their retail theft or their um, shoplifting. Um, and so a lot of companies have, have pulled off from that and they've invested millions of dollars into securing the merchandise, whether it's little devices on um, the merchandise or actually having to lock things up behind the counter um, to prevent those things from walking out the store. But yes, um, I can speak on behalf of all of the organizations that I've worked for, um, there are trained individuals and the companies are investing a lot of resources um, within the organization to combat it as well, but it doesn't prevent everything. So, okay. when, you first start, when you started in loss prevention, uh, were you working before this became so organized and so, so large scale? So you sort of, have you seen it sort of evolve into this, what we have today where these, you have people that are, that it just blows my mind that they just don't care. Yes. They, they just, they know they're not, they act like there's nothing that's ever gonna happen to them and they just walk out with loads of stuff. Yes, I have seen a significant change. Of course, there's always been retail theft, but like I mentioned, I've been in this industry for 16, going on 17 years, and I can confidently say it's, it's, it's increasing, yes. And the levels of merchandise that, that we're seeing is increasing, and the levels of violent behaviors that we're seeing is also increasing. And um, these organized groups that we're specifically with, targeting with the, um, with the task force are obviously they're engaged in other criminal behaviors as well. It's not just retail theft, but what we know is they're, they're connected to other things as well, and it's a much bigger problem um, than just retail theft. Okay, very good. So, if you're thinking about ripping something off from Nordstrom, first of all, don't. But uh, just because the store personnel aren't putting up a fight in the moment necessarily to the extent that you think they should, Trust me, they're going to put up a fight in other ways, and eventually these people will get caught. Thanks for joining us today, Aubrey. Thank you. I'm Richard Pyatt with Legally Speaking. See you next time.